Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Today's topic will be um, the puffer fish. It's going to be part of our series on poisons and toxins. Specifically, we'll be talking about um, the poison derived from the pufferfish tetrodoxin. (laughs) I knew I was going to trip over that one. That one's uh, a bit of a mouthful. Um, But before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and invite you, invite my listeners to check out our new show here. Um, here at NHEG. It focuses on youth issues and is hosted by Olyan Tabat. Her show airs on Fridays, 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, her show is pre-recorded, so there isn't any Zoom information available. She does not do live chat. Um... So with that said, let's uh, go ahead and get on with the show. So again, our, our topic is the pufferfish and specifically um, the poisonous substance that it, it uh, is, excretes. So let's get into it here. So the pufferfish is known for being able to suck in air and water quickly and it inflates themselves into a ball, which is several times its normal size. This renders the pufferfish inedible to, pre- to predators, a skill which it needs because the pufferfish sh- puffer swim at extremely slow speeds. Um, and actually, I have a video in the show notes that I will link to that actually shows how this works, um, showing, I believe, a seal um, trying to attack a pufferfish this is their first line of defense. They make themselves so large um, that it literally they can literally not fit in the predator's mouth. And so basically the predator finally just gives up. Um, that being said, of course, pufferfish do get caught um, both by humans and by uh, marine predators. And... If this happens, yes, the pufferfish will die, but so will the predator in question. Um, This is because pufferfish have one last line of defense, if you could call it that, because they're already um, dead. Um, If a predator actually eats a pufferfish, the pufferfish has a, um, a large amount of um, the poison tetrodotoxin, tetrodotoxin, um, this po- 
poison is deadly to nearly all animals, including humans. Um, the one exception is the shark. For some reason, the shark can eat a puffer fish and not have any ill effects from uh, the toxin at all. Um, so let's talk about the effects of this toxin. So as I mentioned, uh, tetrodotoxin is lethal to humans. It's 1,200 times more poisonous than cyanide. Um, there is enough toxin in one pufferfish to kill 30 adult humans. There is no known antidote for this toxin. It's, it primarily affects the nervous system, uh, leading to some um, symptoms, which I will get to. But first, I'm going to take a quick break so we can hear what NHEG is up to in September. Welcome, and here are your announcements for the month of September 2021. There are lots of happenings at NHEG, but first, here are the September birthdays. Happy birthday to Jenny McLean, September 2nd, Marina Klime, September 13th, Caroline Chen, September 18th, William Atkinson, September 23rd, Ayush Gaba, September 26th, and Kiran D, September 17th. And happy anniversary to the following people. Christina Kafo, September 4th. Michael Anderson, September 20th. Lingua Ding, September 21st. A special thank you to the following supporters. Thank you to Silicon Valley High School for your continued support of NHEG. Thank you to Amazon Prime for your recent donation of products to NHEG. Thank you to All Star for your continued support. And thank you to 4imprint1 for your recent donation of products to NHEG valued at $500. Congratulations to New Heights Educational Group for the following wins. 2021 International Business Awards, New Heights Educational Group Company of the Year, Diversified Services, Medium Size, Gold TV winner. 2021 International Business Awards, NHEG Education Hero of the Year, Gold TV winner. 2021 International Business Awards, New Height Educational Group Company of the Year, Business or Professional Services, Medium Size, Silver TV winner. 2021 New Height Educational Group was named Best Literacy Promotion and Support MPO Midwest USA by Acquisition International's 2021 Non-Profit Organization Award. You can view NHEG recognition at www.acquisition-international.com slash winners slash new dash heights dash educational dash group. Thank you to State Farm for naming us as a finalist in the Neighborhood Assist Grant Competition. NHEG placed in the top 40 out of 2,000 applicants. We will receive information soon if we win the $25,000. People's Choice Award nomination and voting. Because NHEG won a CV award in one of the Company of the Year categories in the 87th Annual International Business Awards, it has been automatically included in voting for the People's Choice CV awards for favorite companies. Place your vote now for New Height Educational Group at peopleschoice.tvawards.com. Voting will conclude on October 1st at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. 
The top vote getter in each category will receive a Crystal People's Choice TV Award trophy. Winners of the People's Choice TV Awards will be shipped their awards prior to the December 8th virtual award ceremony. Only nominees with a minimum of 100 votes will be eligible to win, so be sure to vote for us. Have a great month, and once again, thank you to all of the above. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Once again, I'm your host, Erica Hansen. Today's topic is the pufferfish, uh, specifically the toxin. Um, it has, in order for a defense mechanism, um, and what the effect specifically on the human body is of this particular toxin. Um, when we were, when in our last segment, I went over what the toxin was and why um, pufferfish use it. Um, and I was just about to start on some of the symptoms you would have if you ingested um, pufferfish puffer um, poison. Um, again, this uh, is called tetrodotoxin, tetrodotoxin, and it is lethal to humans. Um, it is 1,200 uh, 1, times more poisonous than cyanide, so keep that in mind. Um, this toxin attacks the nervous system. What it does is it um, interrupts the signals from the brain to the muscles um, and tissues in your body. Uh, because of this, um, if you happen to get poisoned by this toxin, it can cause a headache, nausea, loss of coordination, again, unable to control your own muscles. Um, numbness of the body, again, uh, that also has to do with the signal being sent to the muscles. Uh, muscle paralysis, not being able to move at all. Um, and also in severe cases, uh, respiratory failure and cardiovascular collapse, something like a heart attack. And that's where we, of course, end up going into, you know, death. Um, <clears throat> the last two symptoms, respiratory failure and cardiovascular collapse, um, usually occur in the most severe cases of poisoning. Um, respiratory failure and cardiovascular problems can occur as soon as 17 minutes after ingesting this toxin, and, and it, of course it leads to death, as I mentioned. Um, so this is an incredibly fast-acting poison. There is no antidote. Um, and we'll talk about some of the things that are done to help people who have been poisoned um, by pufferfish or other uh, marine life that have, have this particular toxin within them. I'm going to take another quick break just so we can hear from Silicon Valley High School. They're one of our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. 
Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. We've been talking about the pufferfish and its um, toxin that it releases on on death, um, and that the fact that it is very, very poisonous to humans. The only animal that it is not does not affect at all is the shark for some reason. Um, last segment we were going over some of the symptoms and now we're going to go into some of the treatments. Um, so usually those individuals poisoned with tetro uh, tetrodotoxin start showing symptoms within 30 minutes to 6 hours after being poisoned. Um, except, of course, as mentioned, in the very severe cases where the neurotoxin can take effect as quickly as 17 minutes. Again, that's um, the very severe cases involving respiratory failure and um, heart failure. Um, The first 24 hours is critical. If the patient survives, recovery is likely, but it can take several days. So if you survive, if you are poisoned, um, with this toxin and you survive the first 24 hours, it is likely that you will recover, but it's going to take a few days for you to do that. Um, and as mentioned, patients report numbness and tingling in the body after ingesting this toxin. Um, again, this occurs because the toxin interrupts the signals between the brain and the muscles. Um, paralysis and respiratory failure follow can follow, and that is because um, the toxin interrupts the signals um, between your brain and the muscles in your throat that allow you to breathe. So you literally cannot breathe because your muscles in, in your throat are no longer working. Um, care for a patient with tetrodotoxin Poisoning usually involves supporting breathing with a ventilator or a respirator if it gets that bad. Um, like like I mentioned, there is no antidote. Pretty much, it's just support the patient, get them to the ER um, as soon as possible, so you know they can be looked at by a provider as soon as possible, and whatever treatments they can do in the hospital. Um, can be administered immediately. Otherwise, it's pretty much, you know, watch and see um, and, you know, hope. And it really depends on how much of this toxin you have in your body. Um, You know, underlying conditions may be a factor in that. It makes you weaker if you have an underlying condition, perhaps. And, you know, it you can survive, but it just takes time. So I'm going to take another quick break before we finish up with the puffer fish here. And we're going to hear a short um, commercial from NHEG. Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org and while you're there check out our online store at new-heights-educational-resources.org 
group.myshopify.com. Welcome back to the New Light Show on Education. Once again, I am your host, Erica Hansen. Welcome back to this episode on the pufferfish and its um, toxin that it excretes as a defense. Um, We were going over some of the dangers and symptoms of um, tetrodotoxin. Tetrodotoxin, wow. Um, poisoning again that's a tricky word there um, and mostly it involves paralysis paralysis of the muscles sometimes seizures as well um, the Japanese do consider puffer fish to be a delicacy um, but it must be repaired um, by a specially trained and licensed chef this is because they are trained to know which portions of the puffer fish do not contain the poison. Um, obviously, you don't want to be poisoning your customers. Uh, that would be <laughs> very bad. Um, so only certain chefs can prepare puffer fish uh, to be eaten by humans. Um, it is important to note that heat does not affect this toxin, so cooking a pufferfish or any other marine animal that has this poison in inside it, it does not neutralize it. So that does not help. Cooking it does not help. It does not um, get rid of the poison at all. Again, the only way to eat pufferfish safely is to have a trained and licensed professional chef um, cooking it for you. So let's talk a little bit about the puffer fish itself. Um, there are over 120 different types of puffer fish in the world. Most live in tropical or subtropical ocean waters. Um, they can either have bold, colorful markings or be muted. Depends on the environment and what they need to camouflage themselves um, with. Um, They can range from one inch to two feet in size, depending on the species, the subspecies of pufferfish. Their diet is is mostly made up of invertebrates and algae, so we're talking about like um, small cell organisms, um, other other types of um, small creatures on the seafloor, and algae. Um, although some puffer fish have been known to crack open the shells of clams and mussels and other shellfish, they do have um, a beak, surprisingly, and they use this to crack open the shells of these particular animals so they can actually eat them. Um, it's believed that uh, tetrodotoxin to toxin is synthesized within the fish's body using bacteria from the animals they eat. So again, the pufferfish's poison is um, synthesized using um, the animal, the the remains of the animals they eat. Um, not all pufferfish are poisonous. Just so you know, um, the average lifespan of a pufferfish is about ten years. Um, and females become fertile around five years of age. Um, 
The female can release about three to seven eggs at one time. Um, so that's interesting to know. Uh, Ten years, I would. That's surprising. I'm, I. It seems like a fairly long lifespan for a fish. Interesting. Um, so that was just a quick overview of the pufferfish and especially um, the toxins involved with pufferfish. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, once again, if you'd like to email me, my email is Erica H. Erica with a K, Asia's and Harry at newheightseducation.org. Or if you'd like to call in during this show, the show is live, please call 1 646 558 8656. And that's a number through United States, New York. So your long distance charges may apply. Our meeting ID for Zoom is 465-172-882. So <clears throat> I'd also like every, to remind everybody once again that our my co-worker, I guess, and, and friend, um, Olian Taibot, has her show airing on Fridays. And that is at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Show. Eastern Eastern Standard Time. Um, her show is pre-recorded, um, so it does not have Zoom chat attached to it. I do encourage you to check it out. Um, she focuses on issues having to do with youth, um, various things such as bullying um, and other things having surrounding um, education and youth and that type of culture. Um, I really enjoyed talking to you about this. This is something new for me as far as the topic. Um, Pufferfish are very, very interesting and I have a few resources in the show notes if you would like to explore further. And as always with these, I'm going to end with the United States Poison Control Center's phone number, which is 1-800-222-1222. So if you, if you find, if you think you've been poisoned by pretty much anything, uh, call them and they will get you the resources and help that you need. Once again, also I would like to remind you, my show is on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So again, I will see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.